Welcome into another edition of the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast. It's a Tuesday afternoon. That means it's time for Matt Campbell's weekly press conference. No Rob Gray this week. We were having some technical issues where, for some reason, he couldn't really understand what I was saying uh, when we were talking together. And when I would record it, I could understand what I was saying, and it sounded fine. So uh, something weird going on there. We're going to get it fixed for next week. Just don't really have time to mess around with it today with basketball and everything going on. So I'm just going to toss it right off to Matt Campbell, and you guys can hear what he had to say this afternoon up in Ames. All right, guys, go, let's go ahead. Let's get rolling. <laughs> I'm not going to hit that. I'm not going to touch that subject. Yeah. Um, um, you're close to – the season's winding down. You're close to losing – a lot of players, mm-hmm. um, your best players that have that turned this program around. What you know? What are you going to miss collectively? I don't not, unless you want to go break them down. That's fine. But yeah. but collectively, collectively, what are you going to miss from these seniors or, or players that aren't going to be here? Yeah, I mean, I, I think anytime, man, you develop real relationships with young people for four to five years. You know, I, I think. It, I always don't like the, the, the football family cliche, right? Like all these coaches want to say, man, it's the football family. But I think what what the reality it does become is they do become part of your family. And when I think you try to build it on relationships and you build it on people and you build it on, man, the ability to fight through tough and trying times, you know, you get really, really close and you have deep, meaningful relationships with young people. Um, it is really hard to see those people leave and, and, and kind of – almost man it's the next stage of their lives but I think almost in a way you're excited for each and every one of them because I think your responsibility at least I feel like my responsibility is to prepare these young people for life after football when they they're going to walk out of our doors and go be great fathers husbands community servants man if they got a chance to go play in the NFL awesome and I, I think that's the one thing that I am really excited about in losing these guys but giving these guys to the rest of the world is they're ready to go make a difference whatever they have chosen to do or choose to do um they're going to be ready to go and and really lead a great life and so um but uh, we'll miss them greatly just because of who they are and what they've meant to to the program and and i think one of the great things that they're continuing to do right now is leave it better than they found it and you know inspire the youth of our program to continue to live to the standard that they have left behind and um, those that came before them have left behind. So, um, you know, I think that's why it's such a meaningful time right now in our football program. Can you describe what it looks like to you when Brock is playing at his ceiling? Yeah, you know, um, you know, that's a great question. I, I, you know, I I think any time that, man, you talk about the point guard in basketball, you talk about the quarterback in football, there is a, there is a, it's almost an art of, you know, when it's all clicking of what it looks like. And, you know, I I think there's a flow state that you get to and, you you know, you know, like me and you are like the old NBA jam guys, right? Like he's on fire, you know, like you, you almost can feel that a little bit, you know, sometimes when, I think those guys get in that kind of rhythm um, that they have the ability, especially because they have the ball in their hands so much that they are. There's just a great flow to what the game looks like and feels like. So I don't even know if I can explain it, but I think you can feel it um, and, and you can visually see it as it's happening. This is 
probably self-explanatory, but you look at when he completes a lot of passes, you guys usually win the game. You know, completing passes is better than incomplete passes, but sometimes you have to give up percentage for yards and risk and all that. But what? So what is it about it when he's completing passes that makes your offense hum at a different sort of level? Well, I, I would say probably the biggest thing is is that we have really good targets to complete passes to, and you know I think where Brock has grown so much is you know they're on any play the ball can go to anybody on the field but I think as the quarterback you the majority of the time you want the ball to go to the right open space on every play and you know I think that's what you try to work really hard to get to and I think the older and the more veteran you get I think the more consistent you get the ball going to the right space on the field on the play that gets called and you know I think that's where Brock has really improved greatly and and I think that's where you know I I, I think coach Manning does a great job in the designing of attacking space on the field, um, you know, that's great to design a great play, but the ball's got to get to that space, and yet you don't know there's probably, man, so many different combinations of what the defense can react on each and every play. I think the trick on offense is can you have the consistency to get the ball to the right space? And so, you know, I think great having great playmakers in those spots to be able to do things with the ball in hand, but I think the key is getting it to the open space so they can do something with the ball in their hand. On the rare times he's not completing it at 70 plus percent is that decisions mechanics combination yeah and then i think you you got to equally throw in the combination of the people around them too um you know i I think you know there's times where the pressure of you know what's going on on the offensive line or the tailbacks or the tight ends um maybe it's a guy that didn't get to that space properly and you know and then maybe you know maybe it is brock maybe it's a, a fundamental on the drop or maybe it's man you know his eyes got glued on one guy and, and didn't get off to the right space. So I think it can be all those things that, that really transpire when it's not consistent. How would you describe Xavier Hutchinson's confidence? Um, I would say consistent. And, you know, I, I think we play a sport that is really challenging because you're dealing with 18 to 22 year olds. And I think that, that word confidence is um, it's it's really easy to say that word. And I think sometimes we look at football players and say, man, they just got so much confidence. And I would say, do they really? And, you know, I think in our sport, it's hard. It's challenging. Um, it's a mental grind as much as it is a physical grind. And I think the ability of those guys that have earned the right to be confident. And when I say that, their preparation from January on allows them to step on the stage in this arena and week in and week out be confident. I think the one thing that I would say about Xavier is, boy, he's a confident football player. He's as confident as maybe what we have in our program, to be honest with you. And he's earned that. Uh, You know, I know I've talked a lot about X since he's come in here day one. Um, I think X is one of those guys that's worked for everything that he's achieved. I think he feels really confident that even if something bad happens in a game to him or in the situation he can go back he can get himself back in the moment because he does have great confidence in what he does and how he's prepared to do what he does so uh, the word for me with x is confidence and i think he's got it as good as anybody in our program does his own confidence give you guys as coaches confidence because when we talked to him after the game he said you'd only practice that trick play twice and both times it fell incomplete and then in the game you were able to pull it off does his confidence inspire your own confidence in him boy yeah i i, I would say that you know i, I think for for us is 
any time that we can find a way to get the ball in his hand and and let him do whatever it is. If he's going to run it, if he's going to catch it, he's going to throw it. Um, boy, we feel like, and, and you've heard me talk of this a lot, man, player formations plays. Man, that's one of our key football players. And, you know, I, I think he's earned the right for us to have elite confidence um, and no matter what we're asking him to do. You've talked about rhythm a lot the last couple of weeks, and then flow state is mentioned. Is that a precursor to reaching that flow state? And obviously, it can't be manufactured, but yeah. it can be. I guess put together, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think as 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 a coaching staff, we're constantly trying to find ways to help our guys get there. Whether it's man, from my end, how we're practicing through the week, to man, do we got to get them out a little bit earlier? Do we got to take care of them here on this end of it? Man, do we got to? What's our travel plans look like? To you know, man, in game, what's going on? Man, are we slow? Have we started slow? Are we started fast are they doing something different and I think that's where us as coaches can be an asset to our players is man how do we help them gain that flow state do we need to simplify do we need to be more complex I think we're constantly challenged in that because I think you're always trying to help your 18 to 22 year old young men try to be in that situation where they can play confident they can play free thinking and they can go play to their greatest ability and you know I think we're constantly trying to do that from a psychological standpoint but we're also trying to do that a lot from a tactical and schematical standpoint as well and texas tech they've obviously had their share of heartbreaking losses like kansas state and also gritty wins like west virginia i mean how do they impress you just obviously just name a new coach how do they impress you well yeah you know i i'll be really honest with you i, I think even just from afar watching this texas tech team early in the season um there's a sense of purpose there was from game one I mean they have a you know a great win against what we now see as a really good Houston team um, you know I, I think they're a team that you know there is youth and experience mixed together there's dynamic playmakers on the outside at the receiver position the tailback position man you look at this team as you know veteran tight ends you know really good quarterbacks you flip to the defensive side almost all these guys have played a lot of football and you know they're they run to the ball they're playing physical. There's creating turnovers. You know, you look at the Kansas State game, the second kickoff in the game, man, they create the fumble and it's momentum central. So, you know, I, I think the reality of it is this is, is this is a really good football team. This is a team that's proven to be a very good football team. Adversity has fell upon them, you know, whether they could control it or not control it. Obviously, you know, for the kids, they couldn't control that. But I think what you've watched them be able to control, it's a really impressive. And, you know, it's going to be a great challenge. We know we'll get their best shot. Um, we know there's really good coaches, really good staff down there, and I think there's really good players on that football team that really believe. Matt, all of this team's goals are still in front of them, Big 12 championship within reach. How do you make sure the guys stay in the moment, especially knowing that three wins have to happen here? Yeah, I, I, I think for us, again, you know, and, and I think we, we always have to relearn that because I think as the season goes, it's really easy to say, boy, we are going to be purpose and process driven. And, you know, we're, we're going to be outcome aware, but we can't hinge on that. Um, 
I think what some of our humbling losses in, in not maybe getting the result we wanted, but yet you saw improvement and you saw really great positives. Um, the ability to understand those and then understand why we didn't maybe get the result we wanted to, I think those have all helped us greatly along the way. And I've always said we're, we're a program that's going to play really close football games. The outcome is probably going to be an inch one way or an inch the other way. And yet we got to hinge on our, our process, understand our purpose, and then, man, we've got to do an incredible job at attacking the detail of the 60 minutes that we're guaranteed to play. And, you know, I, I think no matter what the outcome really becomes of these games that we play, we know we're guaranteed at this point eight practices and three football games left in the football season. And this team has earned the right to go play their best football in the month of November. And, you know, I think that's really where we've tried to hang our hat. And, man, one day at a time, can we really get better this time of year? The teams that do have opportunities at the end to get as their work deserves. And the teams that don't, they, they kind of get as their work deserved as well. And so, you know, can you stay the course? I think a lot of that's more mental than physical. But um, I think we'll find out a lot about who we are and what we are by how we have the opportunity to manage these last, man, these last 21 some days. And I got to ask, what was it like to see Kane get his first NFL <laughs> touchdown on Sunday? And how do you use his story as maybe one to these guys to trust that process you always talk about? Well, I, I find it fascinating for us that the two guys from last year's football team, and there's, there, there's a lot of really good players, the two guys that are still on an NFL roster right now, and one you see make an incredible play yesterday, um, then you see him make another great special teams play on the conversion on, on uh, the fake punt. And then you see Landon Akers, who, man, there, there's a lot of guys that had a lot more hype and a lot more stuff about them. And yet it's Kane and Landon that have staying power. Well, they were, you know, I talk about glue in our program a lot. You talk about guys that are, man, those guys played on every special team. Those guys did all the hard things. You look at last year when we were, you know, in very similar situations where the game was on the line. Man, Landon Akers made a huge play, blocks the punt. Man, it's Kane Nwongu's kickoff return that 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 kind of puts the game back in our favor a long touchdown run and so to me stacking and winning moments that's what college football is about and I think you know the NFL is really not that different I think sometimes we get this perception of what the NFL really is or isn't they're looking for the same thing they're looking for guys that can they do their job when it's on the line and you know I think those two have certainly proven to do it really well and, and they are shining examples for our football team our young guys in our team and to be honest with you our older guys in our team of, man, if you ever have an aspiration to keep moving forward, it ain't about stats. It ain't about, man, did you get so many of this or did you get this All-American? Like, they don't care. Can you do your job when it matters the most? And, man, those two are shining examples of that right now. Man, I know you guys usually rotate a lot on defense, but I'm curious with Orion and Mike being, you know, dinged up more than usual this year, how crucial is Gary, you know, Eric, even, you know, Kendall Jackson at times on Saturday, how crucial have they been for you? Yeah, you know, I, I think depth is huge. Um, and I think those three in particular have been, um, boy, they've been great additions to, you know, where I would think they were before the season started to where they are right now. I think there's great confidence in everything about those three football players. You know, Gary Vaughn 
Collins played a lot of football here, um, kind of made the same transition, special teams to, man, key defensive football player. I think Eric Horn last year, great special teams player. This year, great special teams and defensive football player. Um, Kendall Jackson, you know, has slowly been building his role on this football team, really kind of taking over on special teams this year and now getting some opportunity to get defensive reps. So I think those guys have been critical to our success. And, you know, you've seen it in critical moments. Those guys step up and make big plays. When you talk about buy-in in this program, you know, obviously Jake Hummel's story is very similar. I mean, have you noticed, you know, special teams, you know, becoming more, that, that, that's a personal pride thing as opposed to, you know, I have to do special sure. teams? Oh, I, I think our kids have a great understanding of how we have to win here. And those special teams plays, and we've seen it, boy, is this year as good and as bad as it, it has been at times, be defining. And so I think our kids understand the value of those plays. I think there's always been a high sense of urgency of wanting to be on those units and really understanding that for a young player that maybe isn't getting his opportunity yet on offense and defense, one of the best ways to earn trust in this program is by doing your job on the football field. And maybe that's an area for me that I can go do a really good job and that coach is going to have faith in me then on offense or defense to put me in a little bit more on the offense and defensive side of the football. So, you know, we try to do a great job explaining those things, you know, and, and I think our kids have done a great job buying into those those value systems. When you guys went back and watched the film, how did Mike look and how was he feeling on Sunday? Yeah, I think Mike was Mike was really Mike was in a great spot on Sunday. Um, man, I, I think confidence rose as the game rose. You know, I think, you know, that's that's anybody coming back from being out a week. I think it's always a little bit of a slow start. Um, but boy, I think as the midway through the first quarter on boy, Mike, Mike was outstanding. You know, towards the end of the game, you see him running with two vertical down the seam and making some big time plays for our football team. So, you know, I think we're really excited where he's at. I think he's really excited where he's at because he's a I think there's way more confidence even this this Monday than there was last Monday at this time. And I just think the fact that he's feeling healthy, we didn't have any setback. I think really good, really good place for Mike and really good place for our defense. What are recruits asking um, about Big 12 going forward? Yeah, you know, we, we I'll be honest with you, at least at so far, Randy, from my end, you know, that hasn't been something we've run into. Um, you know, again, I think for me, also, boy, that's right right butting up to the football season as we've got into the season they're playing their own season um, but that's not really a discussion I think you know I think that many of our guys have had I, I know my response to any of our kids has been boy we have our program has positioned itself in a great position no matter what the college football world looks like to say man we are now a factor in the college football world of you know gosh we got a really good program we got a really good football team and you know the people here really care about athletics and certainly the football piece of things. So um, that's really been our, our blanket response to that question. Um, but really dealing with any of it in terms of the recruiting aspect of things, we, we haven't hit that yet. Now, is that to come? I'm, I'm sure maybe, but at least at this point, it hasn't been a factor. Matt, um, during the summer, I think I, was, I asked you about the mental health thing um, and you had some really poignant thoughts about it. 
I would guess that's something that kind of ebbs and flows with the season, the high points and the low points, the wins and the losses, that kind of thing. But how would you say your team has kind of handled that that part of it? And, and where do you guys kind of feel like you're at right now with regard to that kind of mental aspect? Yeah, I, I, I would say we're, we're in what is the most challenging part of, of the time for mental health for a student athlete. You know, you're the grind of these guys have been going since January and you know there is probably 25% of our guys that are you know succeeding or getting what they had worked to achieve in terms of on the field performance or being playing on the field you know there's um, you know there's another 25 that are getting opportunities and maybe it's all it's up and down and then there's another half of your team that geez they, they go to work every day they strain every day they come to work every day and they don't get the benefit of getting a reward of playing on Saturday and I, I, I just think that's I think that's really hard I think that's really hard to to go through that process and as a young player even being that player at one point understanding that that's a challenge and so you know I think one of the things that has been great about our program is you have senior leadership that are our own players are invested not just in the result of who plays and who doesn't play but having a care factor for the players at their position group and in this locker room I think our coaches it's not just about the result of are you a good player man if you play in our program we are doing everything in our power to help you become the best version of yourself and so I think it really takes all hands on deck to attack that Um, things that, that we talk about a lot and I think we have to be on high end alert right now during this time of year because I think it's, it, it is it can be really challenging but boy I think you look in our locker room I think you look at how our team has been able to respond and, and really come together I think you look at our sidelines on Saturday night and man I, I think there's it is one of the things that's really special and rewarding as the coach here is you come into the locker room you go out to practice every day you, you watch our kids play the game and yeah maybe we may not always get the result we want but boy there is a sincere buy-in to each other and care factor and you know from that end of it, 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 I don't know if there's anything more you could really ask for. So, I think having resources available this, during the season, yes. You know, I think having per se, you know, individual people coming in and talk right now, not really, but having those resources constantly available in our program, man, having a point person of, man, I'm struggling. Who do I go to? What do I go to? And then I think even from me as the head coach, you know, boy, your door's got to be open. You know, you can't be that guy where, man, you got to get to the secretary and got to get an appointment with, with Coach Ken. That That's not what goes on here, you know, like, man, you, if you got an issue, you need to talk. My door's always open. So I, I think all those things help constant conversation. And, you know, I think those things are all really important, to be honest. What impresses you more about Charlie Kohler, his on-field play or his classroom uh, success? Oh, man. You know, I'd like to roast Charlie for a little while right now. You know, on, on probably all of them because I know he gives me a lot when he's up here. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I just think for, for Charlie – what is so impressive about Chuck is 
he's as high end of a competitor as I've been around. Now, I, my, my favorite story is this summer. He said, it's him and Eisworth playing me and Mike Rose in pickleball on my driveway. Okay. Now, I am undefeated. So, so I'm going to state that right now, especially at home. And the, we get down to the last point, and you would think we are literally playing fourth and one on the one yard line. Now, we won. Me and Mike Rose won and beat him. So, make sure that makes the whatever this is going into. Um, but the fact of it, his reaction for an hour, he was so mad and wanted to play another another round, but we weren't playing another round because I'd won. It is over. Um, but, you know, I, I just think the moral of the story is he's an elite competitor. And I think whatever Charlie puts his mind to, he's really successful and he wants to be the best. If it's school, he wants to be the best. If it's, man, on the football field, he wants to be the best. If it's in the weight room, man, he wants to be the best. And so I think that's where that's what is really impressive to me the staying power that he has that when he goes after something he's all in and he's going to do everything in his power to be the best other than pickleball i wanted to get your thoughts on just the taunting i guess crackdown that's been happening in, in the nfl and the college level i'm you just curious get my thoughts on that oh i'm just curious i'm curious like what i mean obviously you know former player yourself like you said 18 to 22 year olds i mean is that something you try to tell your guys you know hey that's out there i mean the emotions of the game i mean it's pretty yeah, hard to control. I, I, I think all that but man i like here's what's hard like i think the inconsistency in subjectiveness to what it is or isn't is really hard man i turn on a game I got guys swinging bats and hitting balls like home runs after sacks. And I got a guy that runs in the end zone and looks back to see if anybody's tackling. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, is, what is taunting? And so I think our program stance has always been absolutely, man, act like you've been there before. Like, celebrate with your teammates. Um, don't do anything to put your, your pro, our program or our team, because it is about team, in jeopardy. And I think our kids really do a great job of that. Um, do I hope that's everybody's response to how they teach their kids? Boy, I sure do. Do I think it's really hard to officiate? I get it. It is. And I, I think those are things that are really, those are tough because it's all subjective. And it's one person's thought of what it is or it isn't. Um, but, yeah, I, I think really good question. I don't know if I got a great answer, but I know how we handle it inside um, and certainly know what our expectation is inside and it's got to be about the team. Marco, thanks. Thanks guys. Yeah, yeah.